Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast, where this week we're going to be breaking down what happened at the Mexican Grand Prix and a little bit of outside news that Nick is for sure excited to talk about. Oh yeah. Uh, and so. uh, there's, there's very few good things that come out of this race, but this is one of them. No, they played that it. That was one of my favorite parts. That was one of my favorite parts. They posted it, and I was like, "Okay, that means they're not going to play it," because, you know, they. Yeah. I figured they wouldn't do it, and then they played. They and then it went out, and it didn't do the normal like, bu- 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 bu. and I was yeah. like, "What is happening?" And then it started. I was like, "Yes, let's go!" <laughs> yeah, they played it like three times. I think it's so good. It's it fire. Good. It good. It's so oh, yeah. fire. I love it. So, uh, how'd you feel about this race? Uh, kind of just mediocre race for the season, honestly. Like, out of all the ones that we've covered, this is probably one of the least lackluster. Yeah, uh, for sure. Of the, of the Grand Prix. So, there's not really too much to talk about within the race. We'll get there's some that we need to talk about, but I'm I'm sure majority of this is going to be covered on outside of the race. <laughs> We're not even going to go straight into quality and sixty. We're going straight into the news that broke pre-race. Because I can't wait any longer, and we haven't really talked about it. We've talked about it <laughs> through friends, but Dawson and I are in a huge argument. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but the results are in, ladies and gentlemen, and Red Bull is getting a $7 million fine and 10% cut off of their wind tunnel time in the following season. And I'm just going to say, I'm not going to give you a chance. This is not enough. <laughs> I'm so mad. I was... I was like fuming when I saw this because at first I thought if this is $7 million off of their cost cap for next year, that would actually be probably too much. And cause that would be like, uh, like 5% or so. Mm. And then I was like, no, this is just a fine. And everyone's like $7 million is a lot of money. And Dawson, I'm gonna give you some stats and then I'm just going to throw you into it. So okay. the rate, so the cost cap is $145 million. That's a lot of money. More money than oh, yeah. I will ever see in my entire lifetime. Probably more money than everybody I've ever met will make combined, unless somebody makes it big somehow, like us when we – no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, so, yeah, that's a lot of money, and $7 million, if you look at it that way, is a big chunk of that if that's all they were going to spend. In 2019, Red Bull spent – Four hundred and forty-five million dollars to make their car. That's the last one, the last normal like because that was I, before cost cap. Yeah, right? I, yeah. Well, cost cap was twenty twenty-one. I there wasn't a, a correct stats of twenty twenty because of COVID. Uh-huh. So I took the last year that and, and Mercedes spent five million more than that. Mercedes spent five hundred and fifty. So four hundred and forty-five million dollars. So they have that money. That is an extra three hundred million. They just, they are not spending a year now. Seven yeah. million means nothing to them. Yeah, nothing. It means I nothing. Agree. And then I I you, you I'll give you a chance. And then I I can't I just I just can't even. And then ten percent wind tunnel time is, it's nothing because they already had a whole season of wind tunnel testing testing called the twenty twenty two season, where they have all of the data. 
Uh, and then I don't even know if it's – I could not figure this out. I spent a while trying to figure this out, whether or not it was 10% of total available or 10% of what they would get at the end of the season. I think it's the second one mm-hmm. because, you know, the top finisher these days gets less wind tunnel time yeah. and it goes down strategically. So that is a decent hit, but I needed it to be more than this. I don't know what I, – I needed to be a suspension of some sort and – this is my reaction. What is your Red Bull? What is your reaction, Red Bull fan? I don't know what you're expecting because I agree with you. I tried to really? say that, and you're like, "Hold up, hold up." Yeah, I, I even told you this. We talked about this, but obviously not on the podcast. I I think that it's red. Like you said, it's Red Bull. They are not seven million is not huge. They're going to complain about the ten percent reduction and you know the wind tunnel time, but I mean. It is what it is. They're going to want about anything, honestly. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. But, well, I mean, there's no but, honestly. I I think that it should have been not like a $7 million cut on their cost cap next year, but I think whatever they spent over should have been reducted from the next one. I agree. That would hurt significantly more. That would have been enough. Yeah. I wouldn't be complaining right now. I would be like, I could have taken more, but I'm also biased. Yeah. So That's what I thought was – possibly gonna happen obviously it's not what happened but that's what i thought would be like the most fair uh-huh. um so there's not really too much i have to say outside of what you said i kind of agree with all that you're saying yeah they, they make they have so much money that they have set aside for their formula one car everything that they need seven million is not a lot to them it's a lot to people that are like like us yeah but well, to them, that's like seriously like chump change compared to what they used to spend on a car. And I want to know, and the, and the commentators made this point during one of the free practice sessions. They mentioned that they want to know where this seven million dollars is going to go because obviously the F one, mm-hmm. and they said like you know F one FIA is a nonprofit organization, all this stuff. Yeah. I think what they should do is find the seven poorest countries like per capita that is on the race calendar and donate it to the, 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 the like worst place. So like, let's say, I don't know if Mexico is one, but let's just use them as an example. Go find the poorest village in Mexico and build them roofs and like stuff like, like crap that they need. Like that's how the FI, cool. that's how the, the world can like come to, cause you know, FIA is all about like net zero and all this stuff. Like yeah, if you want to yeah. have real change, $7 million split across seven countries or more, you could do 14 or whatever. That could have a huge. That could change people's lives, uh, like yeah, a, a, sure. a really poor village somewhere, or just donate it to a poor country. That, and I think that's what they should do. So um, they won't, but they should. And uh, and then my last complaint about this is Christian Horner. I I really have come to be okay with him, but then he was a little sissy this weekend. And he was like, just take it like a man. And he was saying that, like, it's worth 0.25 to 0.5 seconds a lap. That's what this 10% wind tunnel time is going to cost them. Yeah. He didn't say a peep about the fine. Not really. Which, again. Yeah, because they, they, they do not care about the they got the, They got the money. So, um, I – now, they did announce it. Uh, shout out to them for letting it be public, unlike Ferrari. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but even if that's true – that's how far ahead Red Bull has been all season, basically, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess at least there's that, but 
Yeah, so I have a lot of complaining to do about a lot of teams this week, so I might be annoying this podcast, but I don't really care. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so the saga is over. Um, Toto Wolf showed up to the track with a big old smile on his face. So, I mean, I guess any bad day for Red Bull is a good day for them. So, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so it's over, I guess. We'll see how it goes next year. I want there to be some closer racing because. I'm getting bored <laughs> and I, I need, yeah. I need more, especially now this race was just so boring. I think it was just a highlight of, even though Mercedes was better this race. Um, yeah. So anyway, anything else you, you care? So any, any more defense? <laughs> I have no defense. Okay. I think, I think you're, I think you're, uh, you're fair in I, what you're arguing about. I do think that this was, uh, if they think it's that much of like a issue or like you know that big of like a, a performance increase, then this probably should have been uh, a little bit bigger of an impact of a penalty. I will now let it go for now, unless something else happens. I we'll will now, we'll I will now let it go because I will probably we'll just wait till next year. And if Red Bull does good, yeah, next is going to be like, oh, must have broke broke the cost cap again. Yeah, uh, well, I will say I absolutely think Mercedes is going to break the cost cap by this exact amount next year. You think so? Yeah, because they're like, this is the penalty. Okay, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I think uh, I was actually reading something earlier today uh, when I was getting my notes together and stuff like this, uh, or stuff for the podcast, that uh, that was actually saying that, like, will these bigger teams that have the money to spend more spend more and just take the penalty for the next season? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think es some will. Especially every season you have with Lewis Hamilton, you should take, like, not for granted because <laughs> the time is dwindling. I'm serious. They have no guarantee they're going to have any as great of a driver ever again. George is fine. I actually am going to complain. They could get Max and then they'd be good. I'm even going to complain about George Russell <laughs> on this podcast. That's how complaining I'm feeling. Wow. I know. Okay. Okay. George got to me. You, you're, you've, you got to me, but we'll get to that. All right. I'm right. And let, you know it. Uh, um, so <laughs> let's let's do our quality in 60 really quick because this was by far the most entertaining thing of the weekend. So here we go. All right. So qualifying, as I just said, was the most entertaining thing of the weekend. It started off pretty typically both Williams in the bottom five, both Aston Martins in the bottom five, and a Haas. A Haas pushing out another Haas, it, it felt real bad. Um, and also, they should have strategized better because K-Mag had a penalty, and they should have let Mick through so that way he could try to get higher, but that's besides the point. Um, but And then they, all the cars were kind of stacked together after that. You had Yuki and Pierre, 13-14. Joe Guan Yu made it up to 12. That was pretty good. Danny Rick in 11. Eh. Esteban Ocon and Fernando Alonso, 9 and 10, again, next to each other. Lando Norris, uh, you know, outperforming Danny Rick as always at 8. Leclerc in 7th and Sainz in 5th, bad for them. Valtteri Bottas in 6th, let's go, my boy. And then somehow, by some miracle, both Mercedes out-qualified a Red Bull. It was awesome. And then Max Verstappen killed them by .3 seconds on for pole. Dang, I went over by one second, but it was it was worth it. Anyway, yeah, so it was a really fun qualifying. Uh, like I said, the best part of the entire weekend. And, uh, yeah, so Dawson, I've done most of the talking, so how about you hit me with the team that you're just burning to talk about? Like, what what is what are you, what are you wanting to talk about from this race? Uh, well, 
I want to give a shout out. Yeah. Max Verstappen. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Who has broke the record for most wins in a season. Let's give a... And I will say humbly, he has humbly broken the... I'll sh- I give him that shout out because yep. he's he has even said, you know, we more, waste more races now, which is what Lewis always said when he won a bunch yep. of stuff. So I will say he has grown up a lot in the time that I've watched him from a bit of a douche to a man. I'm proud yeah. of him. So for sure. Yeah, big hats off. Uh, so, are you gonna clown on me now? Because I know it. You're th- did you see the mistake that I made? Seeing the mistake. That okay, okay, no, you didn't. I uh, I was trying to post it because I try to be fair on our Instagram, and I was trying to post Max Verstappen wins fourteen, and I posted it on my personal instead of my. Oh, okay. I did see that, and I didn't know if you actually meant to do that or not. I I was wondering that, but I was like, oh, maybe he's just like, hey, this is like a big F1 thing, so I'm posting it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you think I'm going to grow? I'm not going to grow. I don't. I don't. Well. Well, anyway, uh, big day also because Checo, even though he didn't win, still got podium for his home race, which was still big. The crowd was Dude, they were so excited to see him on the podium. I mean, it was just from hearing on the record or on the you know the live stream. It was so loud whenever they called his name. Checko, 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 checko. I do love it, dude. And and his dad, dude. Yeah, see him. He was so happy. Yeah, dude. (laughs) That was that was really good to see. Yeah, I'm sad he didn't do a little better, but I'm also not like I'm very split about it because obviously it was good. It was a decent day for Mercedes, but um, a good day. I just gotta get used to them not winning. Like that's the problem. I'm still not used to it. Um, it it could it could change. It could change. I hope it will. Well, we're gonna talk about that towards the end of the podcast. But um, yeah, dude. I was it was a good day all around for Red Bull. Is same exact yeah. podium as last year. Kind of funny, but um, yeah. <laughs> well, I give me tell me about Haas's race. How was how was uh, the North American team? <laughs> it was not great. The they it was a P sixteen and P seventeen finish for both of those. Um, yeah, not really, not really anything too too crazy for Haas this week. It was a but Mick fit, Mick beat K Mag, right? Yeah, he did. Well, that's what he needs to do, I guess. Yeah, but I, I You still don't think he's gonna have a seat. Know, man. I just still don't think he's gonna have a seat. I well, here's the thing. I don't I don't know anymore. Like it's, my brain has just been so back and forth because it's like, okay, if Haas was going to, they would have. But also, if they were going to replace him, do you think they also would have done that by now? Yeah, same. I have no idea, honestly. And I am just like I'm so confused. There's two races left. This is the most Haas thing, but and uh and like I just don't understand how. Like I just don't like it just Yeah. How are they still going? There's like a month of the season left. So you're telling me they're gonna pull somebody up? This tells me it's gotta be between Daniel and Mick. It's gotta be. Really? I don't think Ricardo's going to do it, but I think that's what Gunther wants, but he doesn't want to be the one that calls him. It's like this, like, mm, it's like this, what what, what's it called? Like, cat and mouse. I'm sorry, I can't think of the name of cat yeah, and mouse. Yeah. It's a cat and mouse game right now. I think Danny Rick is going to be the reserve driver for Mercedes. That's what I think is going to happen. Really? Yes. And with that said, I can't wait any longer. I want you to talk about Danny Rick's race. 
Good old Daniel uh, Ricardo. He's back. P7, baby. What a race. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, it was so Freaking good. Freaking huge. Yeah. He, also, it was huge for McLaren because they got more points than Alpine this race as well. Oh, yeah. Huge. So, this, I, I mean, it's, it's for, even though it's not that crazy of like a battle, it's going to come down to the last race for uh, P4. Yeah, I agree. And it may come down to the last race for P2. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I, it, if Lewis wins this race, this next race, then, and it's Brazil, so... Of yeah. of everything, like I said at the beginning, of all the races left, that was his, that's his best chance. Um, I uh, yeah, I know, but I'm really excited. So, dude, yeah, me too. So, how did you feel about? With that said, you know, he either <laughs> dies a hero or lives long enough to see himself become the villain. Um, how did you yeah. see? How did you feel about the whole Yuki incident? You want to explain that? Okay, I I am being. It's gonna hurt. Fair. Yeah. And I, it's definitely Ricardo's fault. Absolutely. Because Yuki was already turning into the – he was already he already had the apex as Daniel Ricardo went for the move. Yeah. Like, you saw him speed up as Yuki was already turning into the inside corner. So, like, once I saw that, I was like – I was really scared they were going to hit him with, like, a, a – Bigger penalty? Oh, yeah, bigger penalty. Like a drive-through penalty? Um, yeah, exactly. I kind of thought they were going to – yeah, but he made uh, up the time. He did, which was freaking. I mean, where has this awesome been? This exactly where has this been? He had a good car all last year. He did win a race. He did win a race last year, but he has one good race a year, I guess. This is about as best you can do in a McLaren. Like P five to P seven is like yeah this year, but yeah, I, it it was almost heartbreaking, was it not? Yes, dude. Like because like yeah, he's still got this, but we don't know his future. I think and he's that's just. I, I mean, eh, he could. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this every week forever. Listening. All so right, twenty fi- twenty years from now, when we're billionaires, still making this podcast, <laughs> and we both have our own individual studios, but we're still remote for some reason. To be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Do we want Danny Rick in? I. Would you be okay if he's in the hot? Ha- Would you rather him not do it or be in the Haas? What's your choice? Would you rather him you settle? Uh, you can't lay that on me, man. I would. Okay, just picture him. Would you rather him in three outfits? No race okay. suit. Well, everybody wants to see him without a race suit on, but uh, <laughs> no race suit. Good. Uh, a Haas race suit or a Mercedes race suit. Those are your, basically your options at this point. Okay, I would rather him get an offer from Haas and deny it. Okay. That, okay. And see him actually drive the Haas. Honestly. <laughs> I would rather him say, I'd rather not and just retire than see him actually driving in a Haas. Cause that's just like, that's just breaking my heart even more, honestly. All right. Here's the dream. I think. So you, so you're saying Mercedes then as a, re- as a reserve or just gone. I don't know. I, okay. If he's retired, if he is not getting his, if he is not in in any capacity next year, I think he's done forever. Yeah, that's true. It's so hard to get back in. Okay, as a fan that doesn't want to see Ricardo fail, I don't want to see him drive in a Haas. Okay, but as a fan who wants to see him still in Formula One in the future, I think Haas would be the best spot to be because he could at least still drive. 
You know what I mean? Or yeah, over Though, over reserve driver. Yeah, I mean, because he, he'd still be driving, and like, but if he, he did good in a Haas, then. But then we also have talked about this multiple times, where we think he's he's a mental driver. Yes, he de- where it's proved if he's not if he knows he's not in a good seat, I feel like it's just gonna like completely destroy his mental, and he's just not gonna race good. Because if Ricardo had one race in a Mercedes next year, one race, I bet he would win. Oh yeah. If the Mercedes is not if it's if it's closer to last year's car, it doesn't have to be yeah, as yeah. good but closer. I think he would win because you're right; it's a mental battle. Yeah, he's he's a very emotionally oriented driver. Yeah, so I think ultimately the best thing for him would actually be Red Bull reserve driver. Just like go back, like you go back to like that. If he's a mental I driver, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Me neither. So here's the I dream. Think he's, he bur- I think he kind of burned that bridge with with Horner. I think so too. Here's the dream. Okay, he is. Merc- I think this is the best situation for everybody. He, he might even not know this at this point. But I think he's Mercedes reserve driver. He gets a couple FP ones and he drives those because I'm assuming that's who their like junior driver would be. Yeah. Um, because it's like what De- what DeVries did. Um, and then debris. 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 Yeah, that was that was really <laughs> funny. Another shining moment. Um, I think. You put him there, and then after Mercedes, I'm just adding this for my own benefit. After Mercedes clinches the championship next year, uh, with 12 races to go, <laughs> which is possible. By the, I just want to throw that out there. If they get P1 and P2 at every race, it is possible. Um, and fastest lap. Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, with 11 races to go, they has to be over halfway. Then Lewis, then George gets the flu and misses a race. <laughs> and Dan, and Lewis is 30 seconds ahead and goes, you know what? I've already won my eighth world title. I might as well have won a ninth this season because I'm going so fast. I will slow down and do the honorable thing and let Danny Rick win. <laughs> this is one of Nick's classic things, and that's what's going to happen. So that's the dream. His controversy. You know what? P two would also be good enough. That would be enough. I mean, I mean, George Russell basically got his seat. Five would be good for him. George Russell earned his Mercedes seat two years ago. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um. Anyway. So, what you mentioned, and how was Lando Norris? How did he do? Uh, he finished behind Daniel Ricciardo at P nine. So he's still, you know, consistently getting points like we were talking about, but, um. Daniel Ricciardo pulled it out ahead of him today. So, P, speaking of the P4 thing, just got to get another one out off one off my chest here. So, Alpine, um, so Ocon finished P8, decent race, decent qualifying, good job for him. Bad out weekend for Alpine because any driver who doesn't end. Yeah. Um, Alonzo was honestly just an absolute crybaby this whole weekend. And it really – I really <laughs> like Alonzo, but he really made me yeah. mad this weekend. So he was complaining that he's the only I one – I know why he made you mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's complaining – first, let's go in reverse <laughs> order. He complained that he was the only one that, oh, it's always me. What a season. Oh. Well, did you go into a worse team next year? So, like, like good luck. Fair. Okay. And then – he comes out and he says that Max Verstappen's world championships are more impressive than Lewis Hamilton's seven. 
first of all, okay, you could argue last year. This year is just it's it's been impressive. Max has had been great form. I'm not crapping on him for this season or really last season at all. I I don't hate I don't hate Max Verstappen. I'm gonna say that. I hate the FIA for what they did to me. So and what they did to Lewis <laughs> mostly, but me specifically. I was about to say it's more of a Nick thing, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> okay. So he, but. How dare you? And then I was already thinking this. I was like, he beat Lewis beat him as his teammate. And then Lewis comes out of the blue. He never does this. He's always he literally says it all the time. I watched a Jimmy Kimmel thing with him five days ago where he said that he likes to show it on track. That's what he does. But he didn't this time. He tweeted a photo of him P1 and and Alonzo P2 in a race. And I thought that was incredible. So this and then my favorite meme was just Formula One posting this picture with no context and everybody knew what it meant <laughs> of Lewis yep. looking at him wrecked. That's some karma. Oh man. That's the kind of karma I need for Lewis next year in reverse, which is he gets to win because he does he deserves it after two years of roughness. Even though you claim, oh, you won seven. Oh, you can have a bad year. Anyway, screw Ooh. you, Alonzo. You deserved it. Have fun being P12 plus every race next year in your terrible Aston Martin vehicle. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Tell me about Haas. Oh, oh we were talking about Haas. Tell me about Alfa Romeo. We did talk about Haas. Uh, uh, AKA, Alfa hold on. AKA Audi in 2026. Audi. You want to talk about yep. that? Yeah, so we they just confirmed it. Uh, that Audi will be joining Formula One, and it, they're going to be taking over the Alfa Romeo team. It, so it's Sauber, be, yeah, 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 or yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, so uh, how do you, how do you feel about this? I think like like do you think it's going to be good? Hard to say. Uh, you know, I don't know how these twenty twenty six engine regulations are going to go overall because it's a huge change. Yeah, but so true. was the turbo hybrid change. So they, I mean, Mercedes kind of, you know, it could go two ways. I think. I think it's either be awesome or terrible. They'll either win a world championship and pull a Mercedes right away, which Mercedes yeah. was, was in it sooner. But I think it's going to be a mixed bag. I don't know who their drivers are going to be. If uh, my dream would be Sebastian Vettel comes back and. <laughs> Or he be he becomes their team principal. But I don't know. I mean, Bottas will be out of contract by then, so you know, will he yeah. still be here? How, how often is it that F one drivers that retire come back? Not. Uh, I mean, I think Mick and Alonzo are the only ones that I know of. So, sorry, Michael Schumacher, not Mick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is okay. Okay. So I don't know. Um, I think they gotta they gotta make it a big deal. Yeah, obviously they're gonna be an in, they're entering into be an engine supplier, so. They, I thought they were going to give up, but anyway. So, how was Alpha's race? Uh, so, we had Bottas finishing with a point at P10. Let's go. So, that was uh, that was good for him. And we had Joe uh, close behind at P13, but nothing really too crazy from them this weekend other than uh, Bottas obviously scoring a point for Alfa Romeo. Right. Um, I, d I did actually – I do have one more thing to say about Haas. Okay. They're ahead of AlphaTauri right now in the championship. No way, really? They they are ahead of AlphaTauri right now. Man, AlphaTauri's which had a tough boggles me, dude. Tough year, man. Yeah, I thought I didn't think they were like bottom feeders. Bad. Yeah, yeah. man. They like they've been they've been titled as like a part of the midfield pack, but like they are like 
P9. It's still crazy to me that Haas finished P4 one year in the championship. Oh, yeah. Um, that's crazy. Well, speaking of which, how was um, how was AlphaTauri's race? We already talked about Yuki, so obviously yeah, that was so pretty bad. This is another point that I wanted to talk about. Might be quick, might be long. Who knows? Go for it. I called it. Gasly is nearing his race ban, and you didn't think he would get close to it. Yeah, you're right. But he's like one point off. So if he gets a point next race, he won't finish the season. Basically, he won't finish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you're feeling it. Are you going to call it? Are you going to say he's going to miss the last race? I think so. You think so? He's. I mean, this. I mean, you got to look at it. Is it twelve past few races? It's been. Yeah, it's twelve. Is it twelve or more than twelve? If you go over twelve, like, do you have twelve to burn, or is it you hit twelve, you're done? No, I think you. I think you hit twelve. Oh. Okay. I, I think. I'm I can look that up if we need. Well, it's a, I, I think, th- I think it's you're right. I, that's what I thought it was too. So let's just go with it. So you said if you look over these last couple of races, he's gotten more penalties recently than he has throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. Like they've all been very close together. Yeah. Um and some like some I agree weren't his fault though. Like uh what were we talking about when um uh, what was the penalty he got for uh, when the oh the cars uh, when he was yeah 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 I I agree his his ten when second time penalty out, out. Yeah. yeah yeah that yeah that that's some crap that, that shouldn't have been counted um but he is closing closing to it I I don't want him to get it yeah of course but not I I just I I I feel like he's just been so unlucky this year with these penalties he or like he's been making mistakes obviously it, but this is I a significant. Know, now you think about it, I mean, you're totally called. You're totally right. And I think that this is even more significant than we even realized. This is the end of his Red Bull career. He's going yeah. to Alpine. This whole saga of him, he was in the main seat. Now he goes all yep. the way down and misses his last race with Red Bull. Oh, man. They've taken away points before. Like last year, this almost happened with Lewis. Lewis had 11 at one point, and they deducted some. So. They might be oh, more lenient, okay. but I don't know. They seem to be harder on stuff this year. So, yeah. So anyway, how that. did he finish in this race? Uh, he ended up just out of the points at P eleven. So that's not bad, considering yeah, they're it's not considering they passed both hosses technically, even though there's no points. Yeah, I think they'll pull out as long as he doesn't get a race ban, which he could. I think they'll still yeah. get ahead of Haas. I think. Yeah. I. I agree because they have been having a little bit more consistency, not necessarily in points, but just finishing higher. Because they finish higher, but they're just not in the points, so it's, right. it's a little tough. It's a little tough. But um, also this week he did get his penalty because he pushed Lance Stroll off of the track. Yeah, uh, just for people wondering who, well, what that was about this this week. So yeah, I forgot about that actually. Yeah, I mean, speak, was, speaking of which, Aston Martin had a pretty, eh, right, 14-15. Yeah. Eh, I mean, nothing to really say other than that. Stroll is always a problem, uh, as usual. It's always – he's always part of it. Like, yep. you know, it's hard to look past that. Um, and then uh, Williams – Albon, 12 in a Williams. Let's go. Oh, yeah. um, Latifi finished a full lap behind everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Like mid race, I was like, "Hold on, Bye-bye. crikey!" There's uh, Latifi's fifty three laps behind, uh, fifty three seconds behind, and that was like halfway through the race. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him, man. Just maybe he's just a joy riding out there, 
Can't blame yeah, him. He's having he's having fun for his last. He's going to end up in an indie team, I'm pretty sure. So that's interesting. I think so. Um, so, yeah. So then it comes down to Mercedes and Ferrari, and I have some complaining to do about Ferrari too. Um, okay. So Mercedes, we haven't complained about Ferrari in a while, so it's time. Uh, so, you know, I gotta say, I think Mercedes, in hindsight, messed up their strategy this weekend. Um, essentially. Everybody, uh, most of the front runners started on softs. They started on mediums, which I thought was a genius play at the beginning. And to be fair, Red Bull actually pulled them in sooner than they probably needed to for their medium tires, um, which yeah. actually would have hurt Mercedes even more. But the hard tire was just clearly not the move. Um, and yeah, But he held off Checo the entire race on hard tires, and Checo was on you know, similar mediums. And yeah. he put the distance in. Um, so, you know, I huge congratulations to what Mercedes has done, I think, is is in order. You know, they're probably about a tenth off now, which is crazy. When they started yeah. close to a second off at the beginning of the season, sometimes yeah. more than a second. Um, and I think that is huge for just Formula One culture in general to have a three-horse race. Um, yeah. So I hope that's what we're going to get next year. And, uh, you know, it's looking really good for their car next year, especially if, you know, if any impact is on Red Bull at all from this, yeah. then I think it should be pretty even now if that if this is the case. Um, and they're they're testing their concept pieces on this car. So, you know, they had a few more things oh, okay. overspend a little bit on the cost cap like they're going to. And I think mm-hmm. uh, like I'm not even saying that jokingly. I'm saying it seriously. But from their qualifying pace, just all of the things. Um, yeah. I've got to say, though, George Russell had a poor race performance, in my opinion, given the car speed. He should have been ahead of Checo. Um, they kind of messed up Checo's strategy a little bit, so I think Checo could have, should have been even challenging ahead of Lewis, and Lewis would have had to pass him. I still think he would have, but, um, like, you know, they made the wrong tire decision, and Lewis is like, hey, guys, I think we made the wrong tire decision, period. That's the whole thing. And Lewis is probably the second, the third best strategist in Formula One behind Mercedes and Red Bull strategy team, and then Lewis. That's like, who is the best strategist? He's been around the, like the longest. He is it. Um, there's people that are close, but like they just don't have as much experience. But George is just complaining the whole time. Oh, the tires, the tires. It's like, yeah, deal with it. Like, be a man, burn some rubber, and like. I tried. Try to tell you. Dude, he was a he was a wimp this race. He's a wimp most races. Yeah, I'm starting to get it now. But I don't hate him because he see the the Mercedes cloak is fading from Nick's face, and he's finally seeing what what I'm talking about. Well, you say that, but I have this Lewis Hamilton tattoo. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I, I I he just needs to man up a little more. So they need to just Toto. I think Toto will keep reining him in. So. It's just yeah. a stark contrast from Baltas, who never complained about anything. So yeah, he didn't ever say a word about it. So and then Ferrari this weekend had a bad weekend, and it was a very needed weekend for it's. It, so Mercedes got ten points on them, which is not eighteen. So they are now forty points behind. Essentially, Mercedes is going to have to win a race. That's what it's going to come down to. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes wins a race, I think they can do it. So, but. Mattia Bonato had to take this opportunity to go. He literally said, see, Mercedes makes strategy and decisions too. Ha ha, look at them, guys. Everybody look over there. 
look at Mercedes. And it's like, you moron. Like, you think we forgot. You <laughs> yeah, threw no. your championship away. And then he went as far to say that they have just given up on – they gave up on the season like 10 races ago or something. But you remember he said they could win the last 10 races of the year. Just saying. Yeah. And he is like, we, we're focused on next year's car. That's what you said last year. And look what you look how you did. You may <laughs> barely edge out. You probably edge out Mercedes by eight or nine points, probably yeah. eight to ten points. Good mm-hmm. job. I mean, like, good good job for coming from P3 to P2. That's improvement. Got to give you that. But it purely came down to strategy, which cannot happen. Like, reliability was an issue, but what really killed them was strategy because they fixed the reliability. And this weekend, they clearly just had their engine turned down. Like, I think that's what it yeah. came to by about a tenth or two worth. So, overall, boring race, but a lot of little things going on. Dawson, give me your winner and loser of this podcast. I'm sorry, of this race. I'm clearly the loser of this podcast. But uh, Winner, I'm going to say Checo because he got podium at his home race So in his big day form. The crowd was so excited to see that. Um, loser. Hmm. That's a tough one because this one, this race is... Yuki? Yeah. Sometimes is sometimes he does less harm by being out of the race. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Maybe uh, actually, you know what, Alonzo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll get. I'll. I'll let you have Fernando that one. Um, I want to say two more things. Honorable mentions that we forgot. First thing is Daniel Ricardo had one of the best memes of the weekend, where as he's driving up behind Ocon. He does a finger gun at him. <laughs> the finger gun. And then passes. I was that. like, where has this confidence been? Like, this isn't even just like, I think I can do it. It's I know I can do it. Suck it. Like, in a faster that, car. Yeah, that was hilarious. I also have one more thing to say. Okay. If you want to go ahead, you can. No, no, no. You go. You go. And I'll say my last one. Nick has turned one of our best friends against me, okay? <laughs> it was easy when the facts are present. Okay. Like, like uh, we've we've pointed out before i do not record the pod podcast from the studio where nick does uh because i moved away from where nick lives yes well one of our best friends lives in the same area as nick and she has watched formula one was it like it was like her first race to uh u.s grand prix was u.s grand prix was her first race and do you know what i got the day of that grand prix screw red bull from our best friend in less kind words Endless, yes, endless <laughs> kind words. Well, she gets it. Nick is turning my friends against me. Well, that's what happens. She's going to be a Mercedes fan by the by the end of the season. Oh, she ordered a shirt. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, if you were for real about that, I was, she, I was be a little mad. In the off season, she will be making an appearance on the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for that. Her name is Kendra. Uh, she's currently listening to the podcast right now, I believe. She may have left. Uh but anyway, um, yes, so I already – you got me distracted. I forgot what my other thing was. Oh, another shout-out to Checo for when they booed Lewis for beating Checo. Uh, oh, yeah. they, he waved his finger to tell him, no, that's good sportsmanship. So shout-out to Checo, humblest man in Formula One probably. Yeah, I was really sad to see that when they started booing. Yeah, uh, it's Lewis. it's okay. I like I can't be too upset about it. Max gets booed at, at the Silverstone. Yeah, that's fair. 
I as much as I'm I contribute to the drama of Formula One, <laughs> I also don't like that. So be kind to people. You can outrage rage like I do. Make a TikTok rage and then be nice <laughs> to the fans in the stands. Um my winner loser, winner Danny Rick. I mean, you know, I just sure. his probably his last good race in Formula One. Let's just be honest. Um and so it was nice to see. Loser Loser's tough this race. It wasn't Yeah. It wasn't like There's not really too many crazy things. Um I'm gonna give it to Ferrari. I think I, I it's hard to just slam dunk them, but getting beat by yeah. all four of your rivals in a in their qualifying pace looked much better than their race pace is significant. Yeah. Also Leclerc put the car on the wall at one point and I'm honestly expecting that this cost cap stuff next year will also be a problem. I am expecting Ferrari to have overspent this year. Um, this year? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they spent, you know, remember the rumors at the beginning of the season that they already spent 70% of their cost cap? Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I think it's true. So um, Probably. Anyway, uh, anything else? I think that's it for me. All right. Well, next up is Brazil. And uh, – you know, I saw a meme that said, we all want to see uh, ESPN F1 posted. We all want to see Chucko win Mexico, Lewis win Brazil, and Sebastian Vettel win Abu Dhabi. And I completely yeah. agree. We can still get two of them. I don't know. I thought Vettel was the <laughs> least likely. This is going to be a tough race for Lewis to win, but I think if anybody can do it, he came from P20 last year. This is it. So our – Back on to our friend. Our friend has just once again messaged me in other terms, screw Red Bull. She gets it. And and has sent me a picture of us on the monitor. Well, I showed her Abu Dhabi yesterday and it spoke for itself. Yeah. But so I also he showed spoke her for all it. the bad stuff against Red Bull. So now it's just like every other day I'm getting a screw Red Bull Listen, text message. Well, they cheated. But like not awfully if i'm being honest like it's bad it's it's very bad but it's not incredibly bad it's not ferrari bad where they intentionally made an engine that was illegal <laughs> that's bad that's fair. um but it's just yeah, make sure you tell her this oh okay. she's listening um and but with that said you know it's just hard to watch you, you got to understand what it was like well, also, she got to walk in and just see Lewis almost win last week, and I was like, you know nothing of what I've been through. Okay, P5 was a good result just five weeks, <laughs> nary five weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, anyway, uh, it's hard to not sympathize with Lewis, I think. I think this is helping the Lewis hate a little bit. Um, I And also, I don't know, there's all this drama with Ted Kravitz and all this stuff. I don't even really want to talk about it with uh, the whole – um, Max and the rest of Red Bull not speaking to Sky Sports. Oh, the media? Yeah. yeah. And I understand. Um, I can't blame him. He didn't do anything wrong. Like, Max didn't do anything wrong. Um, yeah. Like, no one – he didn't steal the championship. He didn't steal anything. Yeah. Was it given to him unfairly? Probably, but it doesn't matter. So – Anyway, yeah, I don't support – like, I, I think I, – I, I will say this. I think you're going to agree. I think you turn on commentators to hear the neutral opinion, and I don't think we got that in what Ted Kravitz said. Yeah. So yeah. I think as much as I agree with him, 
because I don't think he said stole. I don't remember the wording, but I agree with the sentiment that Lewis Hamilton deserved to win that race. I do not think they should be saying that on air because they're supposed to be the neutral commentators bringing us yep. the eyes, the eyes on site. So do you agree? Yeah. I agree. Anyway, that was very negative, but I really enjoyed this race and I think that we should all be very happy. And with that said, Thank you for joining us. We're just going to go out to this this absolute bop. The Pit Wall Podcast. I love how I can't, I know what he's listening to, but I can't hear a thing of this right now. It's just like not, it's like cutting in and out of your mic. <laughs> it's going to be good for the episodes. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.